0: Welcome to the Get Fit Guy's Quick and Dirty Tips to Get moving and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I am the Get Fit Guy. Now to kick things off, I want to tell you that Quick and Dirty Tips, the network that this podcast is on along with a whole bunch of other really great podcasts, is celebrating 300 million downloads this week. And we want to hear from you guys, the listeners. So, if you want to send a message to me and the rest of the people here at Quick and Dirty Tips, you can go to bit.ly.ly B-I-T dot dot slash fit speak pipe. Pipe, like under your sink. So, bit.ly slash fit speak pipe. And you can leave me a message there. And we may use that recording in a future episode. So, once again, that's bit.ly slash fit speak And I look forward to hearing from you. You know, it may seem like everybody is pretty much always talking about core strength. And you know what? You're not going to get it by doing a thousand crunches. So today I'm going to explain why core strength is so crucial. And this is well beyond those beach body photos that you're going to put on Instagram. And I'm going to give you a core workout that will keep you fit, healthy, and mobile. Building a strong and a stable core is arguably the most critical part of any exercise program, especially if you have plans on continuing to be mobile and fit well into your senior years. Now, at the same time, because the core is so complex and is responsible for so many mechanical functions in our torsos, it is also arguably the most poorly understood component of fitness. You know, I blame a lot of this misunderstanding on all those Instagram photos of people pointing to their rock-hard six-packs, along with hashtags like core goals, or hardcore, or shredded core. In all honesty, most of those photos should probably be tagged with hashtag lower back pain goals, but that's for another day. Okay, you may be thinking right now, isn't core really just a fancy way of saying abs? Well, let me make this clear right from the beginning. Core strength is not all about your abs, and it has very little to do with crunches, or indeed your belly region in general. The four muscles that you're seeing in those Instagram photos are the rectus abdominis, which is one big sheet of muscle tissue that runs from your breastbone down to your pelvis, then the external obliques, which run from your ribs to your hips in a forward direction, then the internal obliques which run from your ribs to your hips but in a backward direction and then the transversus abdominis which is located deep in your abs underneath the obliques but as you're probably guessing by now the core goes far beyond these four abdominal muscles the core actually includes muscles in your lower back muscle bands that flank your spine your pelvic floor your diaphragm and all around your hips In total, there are more than 15 muscles that make up your core, and all of them are as important as your abs, if not more so. Now you're probably wondering, what has my core done for me lately? Well, when you put these 15 plus core muscles together, they form the core of your body and, in fact, the core of nearly all of your movement patterns. If you bend down and pick a box up off the floor and then lift it over your head, each of those core muscles becomes involved. Which, by the way, is why a multi-joint movement is a far more effective core training exercise than, well, simply sitting on a machine and pressing a weight overhead or doing endless amounts of crunches. Core strength is the ability to stabilize the bones in your upper body rotate your torso, maintain proper spinal curvature and a stable pelvic position when you sit, stand, and move. Beyond that, core strength is the ability to control, well, your bladder, stabilize your knee ligaments, support your abdominal wall, and the ability to also breathe deeply and correctly while you're doing all of these fancy movements. So yes, many movement skills, both inside and outside the gym, fall into the category of core strength, all of which you need to pay attention to today and into the future. Now I'm going to read your mind again. I bet you're thinking, why can't I just do crunches? Well, Doing a ton of crunches can be an effective way to train some very specific abdominal muscles, but what is often forgotten or skipped are all those other muscles that make up the core. Simply focusing on your abs alone is an improper way to use your torso, and it can actually lead to some imbalances and some pain. Sure, if you want those popping six-pack abs, crunches are a must, but keep in mind that in order to really get six-pack abs, you mostly have to shed fat. And men, you'll need to get your body fat down to about 6%, and women to about 9%. And if you go over to quickanddirtytips.com and read the article called Body Fat, How to Use It and Lose It, you'll know that neither of those percentages are particularly healthy. So there's that. Now you may be thinking, but... Why do i want to spend all this time working on my core i just want to go and run or swim or cycle or whatever well many athletes that i've worked with as a coach have complained that i'm giving them a lot of core work and they'd rather just be well running cycling pumping iron and that kind of stuff but as a fitness program none of those single activities are conducive to longevity in life or sport What I mean is that you will not be able to do that one particular movement for the rest of your life if you neglect everything else. Now, let's look at running, for example. The forces generated by running, especially excessive running, damage the renewable resources of your body. It's simply a matter of physics, gravity, and g-forces. Now, standing is what we call a 1G activity and in a 1G activity, let's say you weigh 160 pounds, well, then your body only has to deal with 160 pounds of force. When you're walking, it is a 1.5 to 1.75 G activity. So if you weigh 160 pounds, your body has to deal with 240 to 280 pounds of force. But running is a 2 to 3G activity, which means if you weigh 160 pounds, your body is actually dealing with 320 to 480 pounds of force. And that is a lot of pressure to put on your muscles and joints every single day. So, by not varying your program, not only are you underusing areas of your body like your core, but you're also using the same motor patterns over and over and over again. And this type of repetition is a surefire way to create some overuse injuries in those poor overworked muscles that you do use regularly. And at the same time that you're overusing certain muscles, you are creating weaknesses in the underused muscles, again, such as your core. Now, all right, there are a million, maybe even a billion ways to work on core strength, and I encourage you to mix it up as often as you desire. But if you're stuck and you need a little bit of help thinking outside of the sit-up box, well, here is a Get Fit Guy core workout that you can start with. And the first exercise is called dead bug. Now for this one, you get on your back with your spine nice and neutral, with both knees lifted to 90 degrees directly over your hips. Then you reach your arms up to the ceiling right above your shoulders and extend your, let's say right leg forward and reach your left arm back without moving the rest of your body. Then return those limbs to the starting position. Then extend your left leg forward and reach your right arm back, and return that to the starting position. Alternate this for 10 to 15 reps on each side, or as many as you can do with good form. Now if this is too hard, try separating the arm and the leg motion instead of moving at the same time.
1: not speaking from experience let nature do its thing so you can feel confident doing yours that's the power of seventh generation find seventh generation laundry detergent and fresh lavender and other scents at seventhgeneration.com
0: want to make mom's day get to your nordstrom rack now and score amazing deals for mother's day which is sunday may 12th find tons of gifts from only thirty dollars at nordstrom rack fragrance jewelry luxury bags activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Now the next exercise is called marching bridge. So this one, again, you start on your back with your hips pressed up to the ceiling with your body weight resting on your shoulders. Your feet are in parallel position and your arms are by your side. Then squeeze your glutes before lifting your right knee to 90 degrees. Then you pause for a second, then place your right foot back down. Then re-engage your glutes before lifting your left leg up to 90 degrees. Then pause and place that left foot back down. Alternate this for 10 to 15 reps. Again, if this one's too hard, start by doing some basic bridges with both feet on the ground and then work up to this one. The next exercise is called prone leg lifts. Now, as the prone part of the name of this exercise suggests, you start this one on your stomach. Now, your head is resting on your hands and your legs are reaching back against the floor. Then lift your right leg one or two inches off the floor or a few centimeters, then pause and lower it back down to the ground. Then lift your left leg to about the same height off the floor, pause, and then lower it back down. Alternate this for, let's say, 20 total repetitions. That's 10 on each leg or as many as you can do without losing good form. And again, if this one is too hard, well try doing it laying on a bed with your legs hanging off the edge just from your knees. That should make it a little bit easier and a little more comfortable. And the next exercise is clamshells. So you start this one on the floor, but you're laying on your side this time. Rest your head on your bottom arm with your knees bent and stacked one on top of each other. And keep your heels in line with your sit bones, that's the bones that you sit on, Then, while keeping your pelvis nice and still, you rotate your top knee toward the ceiling, rotating your inner thigh forward, just like a clam opening its shell. Then, lower the knee back down. Now, repeat this for, let's say, 10 to 15 reps on one leg before you flip over and do it on the other side. Now, the next exercise is called Bird Dog. You start this one on all fours with your wrists under your shoulders and your knees under your hips and keep your spine nice and long and neutral and extend your right leg back while you reach your left arm forward. So that's right leg and left arm. Then you pause and then lower those limbs back down to all fours. Then change legs and arms and extend your left leg back and reach your right arm forward. Again, pause and then lower your limbs back down. And you can do this for 10 total repetitions, which is 5 on each side. Now here's a little bonus tip. You know, many of these exercises that I'm talking about right now are actually derived from the Pilates method. And you can find out more about Pilates if you go to quickanddirtytips.com and look for the article called Busting Popular Pilates Myths for more information about that. And the next exercise is called Knee Hovers. Now for this one, again, you start on all fours with your wrists under your shoulders and your knees under your hips. Tuck your toes and then lift or float your knees off the ground. Just one inch or a few centimeters off the floor will do without changing the shape of your spine or collapsing your pelvis. Hold this position for a few breaths and then lower the knees back down. And you can repeat this one for five or maybe 10 repetitions, depending on how long you hold that hover for. Now, the next exercise is called mountain climber. Start on all fours, just like the other ones, and then get into a high plank position, just like when you're starting a push up, with your hands stacked under your shoulders and your body in one straight line. Make sure your neck stays in line with your body, too. Then quickly draw your right knee up to your chest and then immediately extend it back out as you drive your left knee up to your chest. Now to raise your heart rate, run your knees in and out as quickly as you can. And you can do five to 10 repetitions starting with your right leg, and then do five to 10 repetitions starting with your left leg. You can also find some other variations and some tips if you go to quickanddirtytips.com and look for my episode all about planking. And I will link to all of these things in the show notes for this episode. Just look for episode 426. And before we move on from mountain climber, if this one is too hard, just simply lift your toes slightly off the ground instead of driving your knee up to your chest. Eventually you'll get there, but this is a good way to start. And the final exercise is resistance band torso twists. So, in a standing position, tie one end of your resistance band to a sturdy anchor at chest height. And then hold on to the other end of the resistance band with your hands. Stand with your feet shoulder width apart and reach across your body to grasp the band with both hands, with your arms nice and long. Then rotate your torso and guide the band horizontally across your body. Slowly and in control, rotate back to that starting position. Do 10 or 15 reps of this one before turning around and doing it on the other side. Round out your fitness program, even if it's just for a couple of days per week, by strengthening those muscles that are not being used in your preferred workout program. Focusing on gaining flexibility and mobility through other exercises will maintain your normal range of motion of all your joints. And if you spend some time making sure that your core is solid, strong, and well-rounded, you will be much more likely to remain healthy, mobile, and well for many years to come, Get Fit Guy is written, narrated, and produced by me, Brock Armstrong, with some heavy lifting and editorial support from Beata Santora. Our sprinting social community manager is Morgan Ratner, and our endurance advertising manager is Michelle Margulis. And of course, our head coach at McMillan Audio is Kathy Doyle. If you enjoyed this podcast, make sure you go over to bit.ly slash fit speak pipe and leave me a voicemail and I may use it in a future podcast and also find me over at Twitter and Facebook. I'm get fit Guy, And of course at brockarmstrong.com. Now, what are you waiting for? Get out there and strengthen that core.